Welcome to the Rise Up in Business podcast. I'm Tracy Myler Crane and I'm your host. I'm a business lawyer, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a mum to two wonderful little people. This podcast is designed to be the business and law podcast for small business owners. Each episode explores different business and legal concepts in a clear and easy to understand way, all delivered in bite-sized chunks that are easy to listen to. You're sure to be able to take little nuggets of gold from each episode and implement them into your business straight away. I'm bringing you these podcast episodes each week with my intention being to share with you what you need to know to feel empowered so you can rise up and take control in your business. Let's get into today's episode. for joining me for another episode of the Rise Up in Business podcast. Very happy that you're here. I talked a lot in the last episode of the podcast about my background in litigation and dispute resolution, and I provided some real context around why I do what I do in my business, that being the implementation of my mantra, prevention is better than cure in business. I advocate so strongly for this and I spent time in the last episode explaining to you precisely why that is. And in a nutshell, it's because I want to ultimately position business owners so that they can avoid having to call someone like me later when things go wrong. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's the one before this. So it's episode 52. And I talk a lot about my background, the early part of my career, the time in litigation and dispute resolution, where I acted for business owners for many, many years involved in disputes and court proceedings. And what I said there was that most of what I've seen could have been avoided. And that's one of the drivers in my business now. So I'm very much on a mission to empower every business owner I meet to back themselves legally so they don't end up in the situation that I've seen way too many times. In today's episode, I want to share with you the five most common mistakes that I see business owners making all the time. And the reason I wanted to dive in and share this is because I've been seeing the same mistakes consistently for almost two decades. And sometimes the consequences can be irreversible. But as you know, I very much believe that they are mostly avoidable. This podcast is all about me having a platform that I can use to share value with you as small business owners and ultimately to educate you so that you can feel empowered to make changes in your business now that are going to add real value to the longevity of your business and put you in the best possible position for long-term success. So let's dive in. The first common mistake that I see business owners make is not having business terms and conditions in place. When I say business terms and conditions, I'm talking about your client service agreement, your coaching agreement, your design agreement. You can call it whatever you like, but it's essentially your terms of trade or the terms and conditions of which your clients engage you on. I've talked about these a lot in past episodes and in particular, I dive in much deeper to business T's and C's in episodes 5 and 18. So if you haven't had a listen to those ones, you might want to mark that to dive back in and take a quick listen to when you've got a moment. 
The first reason why a business's terms and conditions are so important is because they ensure the business complies with its obligations under the Australian consumer law. So whether we're a service-based business or a selling products-based business, you have obligations under the consumer law and it is vital to understand those and make sure that you comply with them. You comply with them by having properly tailored business terms and conditions or your services agreement or whatever you called it issued properly. That's the key. The second reason is professionalism. The properly tailored business terms and conditions will help manage the expectations of your clients and will help a business build long-term client relationships. And that means things like what you're providing, what you're not providing, payment terms, fees, other conditions in relation to rescheduling, expectations, downloadables, all of that type of content and all of those types of provisions are covered in the business terms and conditions so that it's very clear from the outset precisely what it is you and your client are going to be doing together. The third point, obviously, legal protection. Let's be honest, you don't want to be sued, so you need to make sure that your indemnities and warranties and service provisions and fees and refunds and all of those things are properly set out in your terms and conditions so that there can be no room for error and no room for misaligned expectations with your clients. I see too many small business owners adopt the attitude of, I'll get to it later. I'm busy. I'll wait and see if this business turns into anything. It happens all the time. No judgment here, of course. But the reality is that if you're not complying with your obligations under the consumer law, and if you're not properly managing the expectations with your clients because you think I'll deal with it later, if something does go awry and you do end up in a tricky situation, it can actually take the option of dealing with it later out of your hands because it only takes one particularly messy and unpleasant situation with a client or a supplier or a third party to put you in a position of either insolvency or reputational harm that can impact the longevity or future viability of your business. doesn't need to be this way. And those really awful situations can be avoided with properly tailored business T's and C's in place. So that's number one, is not having them at all and thinking I'll get to them later. Common mistake number two is not having agreements in writing. So I'm talking beyond business T's and C's here. I'm talking about all other agreements that are important for a business. And depending on the nature of the business depends on the nature of the agreements that are required. For example, a partnership agreement or a shareholder agreement, if that's applicable. An influencer agreement, if you use influencers in your business. Contractors, employees, distributor agreements, anything that applies in your business is something that needs to be recorded in writing. Much like what I said in relation to the business T's and C's, Having these documents properly recorded in writing and entered into properly are vital to building those really solid foundations that every business wants to achieve. And the thing is, the issues that arise when these agreements don't exist are preventable. Those issues are preventable if only we take the time to have these agreements drafted for our business so that they work for our business and properly entered into with the third party. This leads me really nicely into common mistake number three, which is not knowing how to deal with changes or amendments to a written agreement or contract. So once we have a written agreement in place, fantastic, but it is common for variations or changes to be made verbally 
such as, for example, a change to the scope of the services that you'll provide under the agreement or timing, completion dates, fees, add-ons. All of those things commonly pop up after the agreement has been issued properly and signed. But it's vital to know how to deal with that change or that amendment. So the mistake I see is when businesses don't know how to deal with it, therefore they don't, and they liaise with the third party, the client or the contractor, for example, via SMS, WhatsApp, or on the phone, but they don't know the importance of just recording in an email trail even what was discussed, what was agreed. The reason this is so important is because the amount of times I've seen confusion pop up or expectations be misaligned because a phone call was had when we're all on the run, parties are on the run, and one person's walked away from that phone call thinking one thing and the other person's walked away from the phone call thinking something slightly different. Those scenarios have the potential to cause an unimaginable amount of grief. It really doesn't need to be that way. The takeaway here is once you have your agreements in writing, If there are to be changes or variations, know how to deal with them, have a process in place so that you can rely on those processes and make sure you have a properly recorded written version of what that change was. It doesn't need to be complicated. Honestly, it can be an email trail, just confirming we've just agreed to change this, this, this and this. That's good enough. So those emails will be read in conjunction with the written document if ever you get into those tricky situations and you need to call on someone to help you sort it out. Common mistake number three is not knowing how to deal with changes once an agreement's been entered into. The fourth common mistake I see is when business owners don't know how to verify the client or the third party that they're dealing with. So now that we've covered business T's and C's, we've talked about written agreements and we've talked about the importance of dealing with changes or variations to those agreements, it's really important to touch on and shine a light on here the importance of verifying the party that you're contracting with. So this can be a client in your service agreement or your T's and C's, or it could be your influencer or distributor or a contractor, any other party. Once you've got the right documentation, you need to make sure that you're entering into it with the right party. So for example, are you dealing with a company or a sole trader? or in some circumstances, it can be a partnership. Have you checked the ABN? Is the GST registration correct? Is the ABN registered to the party that you've got down to enter into on your agreements? The registered address, the ACN, if it's a company, for example, you need to know who the directors are. Do the people signing the agreement have the authority to sign the agreement? So these checks and balances, while sometimes this can sound a little bit overwhelming if this is the first time you're hearing it, I'm not sharing this to be overwhelming. I'm sharing this to educate you because if we don't get the parties right, what it can mean is you may not be able to enforce the document if things get to the pointy stage, and that can ultimately mean that you can't get paid or you can't enforce a warranty or other protection that's set out in that document. I have seen numerous legal proceedings defeated over the years because the party wanting to sue was not able to establish legal standing. So that is, they weren't able to establish that a legal relationship existed with the entity or the person listed on that document. And there's a ton of reasons for that. It's all over Red Rover at that point and there's nothing that you can do. And the financial consequences can be fatal for a business. So taking the time to understand what verifying the third party means and how to do it really quickly and easily, vital, absolutely vital. And the last common mistake I wanted to share in this episode is 
when businesses issue invoices and just hope for the best. I cannot tell you how often this comes up when I'm talking to a new client at the moment, at least weekly, to be honest. And that's because we quite simply don't know what we don't know. And that's okay. Again, no judgment here. The point is there are processes and systems that need to be in place to make the process of getting paid in business really easy, hassle-free, and achieve a position for the small business where you have a reliable cash flow. So issuing invoices and just hoping for the best is a little too fast and free for my liking, I've got to say. It doesn't have to be that way. Having properly considered processes and systems in place is key for every small business when it comes to getting paid. It does not have to be time-consuming. It is not a bigger-than-Ben-Hur exercise, I assure you, and it doesn't need to be complicated. So a good process and system that's embedded in the internal part of your business needs to make sure that you are covering your issuing of your terms and conditions or your quotes or your fee estimates or however you do it, having processes in place for your payment structure. So thinking about things like deposits or progress payments, if that's applicable, the timing for issuing invoices in conjunction with the services that you're providing, for example. And what needs to be considered here is the process around refunds and money back guarantees, because otherwise those things can really blow out a small business's cash flow. All the payment terms and provisions around Issuing invoices needs to be set out in your T's and C's, and these need to be issued in accordance with the ACL requirements. And this is all a timing thing. So that's why having properly developed systems and processes for your business, which marry up with the way you operate and the documents you issue, are vital to ensuring that you can get paid easily and that you have a legal basis to either stop providing services, to charge interest, or to take things to the next step. So legal action. This can sound daunting. It's not supposed to be daunting. I take the time to educate business owners on exactly these issues and more around getting paid in business. And I do that in my online course, which is called Getting Paid Made Easy. That course is on the website. So you can feel free to jump over and have a look at that. And it is open for registrations around the clock for business owners because I think it's important for business owners to be able to access this information as and when they are ready. The course has a lot of pre-recorded content that I deliver to go through everything I've just touched on, but in far more detail in a really easy to understand way. And it includes loads of downloadable content that goes to processes and systems, what's needed to be in place, why, steps you through how to do it, lists other consideration, and a lot more. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh gosh, I don't really have processes and systems around how we're getting paid or what we're issuing in our business, then this just might be the time to have a think about diving in to listen to that content in that course because I've designed it based on the same information I provide to business owners over and over and over again. So I know that it's relevant, I know it's important, and I know what the pain points are for small business owners, and I address all of those in the course. So that's today's episode. Those are the five most common mistakes that I'm seeing business owners make all the time. And it's been consistent, as I say, over almost two decades. So to recap, number one is not having business terms and conditions. Number two is not having all of the agreements in a business in writing. Number three is not knowing how to deal with changes to your agreements. Number four is not verifying clients and third parties when entering into 
agreements and contracts. And number five is issuing invoices and hoping for the best. If after listening to this episode, any of what I've discussed causes you to worry or causes you a little anxiety or concern around whether or not what you're doing is right, feel free to jump over to the website and book in a call and we can have a chat through because I would much rather just spend a little bit of time together so we can go through and I can either put your mind at ease that everything you're doing is right or we can identify the areas that are letting you down and we can work together to get them fixed up for you. Ultimately, what I want to achieve here is peace of mind for you so that you can go forward in your business, especially this year, with absolute confidence that everything you're doing is right and that there are no missing pieces or no gaps. So feel free to reach out because I'm always happy to help. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. Thank you for listening. I hope you got as much value out of it as what I was intending. And as I say, if you have questions, please don't hesitate to get in touch. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining me. I very much appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you liked the episode, please be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you found this episode to be of value for you in your business, I would be ever so grateful if you would take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts because that will help this podcast reach the ears of more business owners. If you haven't already, don't forget to jump over to my website and download your free copy of my annual legal checklist designed specifically for small business owners. And if you're ready to set your business up so you can get paid every time hassle-free, check out my course, Getting Paid Made Easy. You can access these resources on my website at tmsolicitor.com.au. Remember, in business, prevention is better than cure. I'll be back with another episode for you next week. Until then, take care.